0: Oh, how little I actually know. How little we all actually know. It's interesting, I'm sitting here and I've been watching a copywriting course uh, today, right? Going through, and it's interesting because I would consider myself a fairly decent copywriter. Certainly not uh, maybe in the, you know, the point- 1% 1% or anything like that, but definitely the top 10% of copywriters, uh, and certainly probably in the top 1% of copywriters of everybody in the world. But uh, for copywriters, I'd say probably about the top 10% or so. Made my clients several million dollars with copywriting, and I'm sitting here and I'm going through and I'm watching this copywriting course, and I'm sitting there going, wow, how little I actually know. These people that have been copywriting their whole life, have been copywriting for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, know things about copywriting, know things about human behavior, know things about offer creation, know things about human psychology, know things about writing and buying habits that you can only know from experience, that you can only know from doing it for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And I simply haven't been in there that long. And what's interesting is uh, there's a balance, I think, in life. And there's a balance in... Uh, both admitting that you're good at something, owning that you're good at something, yet at the exact same time, knowing just how little you know, right? And by the way, welcome back guys to another episode of the Josh Forty Effect. This is pre-episode number three as we prepare for the launch of the Josh Forty Effect, Russell Brunson episode, episode number one, uh, coming on Monday. And the purpose of the Josh Forty Effect is to make you better, make you smarter, and um, just provide context, Provide you know, ask good questions, provide life experiences, tell stories, ask questions, have conversations with smart people, people that are much more successful in life than I am, than you are, than we are collectively, and to learn from them. Um, and, you know, it's interesting, as I sit back and as I look at my life, you know, I think it's oftentimes it is difficult for me. Uh, like I have good days and bad days, right? And on the good days, I feel like I'll look at my life and I'll be like, man, let's look at this objectively. I have had a fair amount of success at a, uh, a young age. I get to live in a you know beautiful place. I get to drive the car as that I want to drive. I get to, you know, basically have the freedom to be my own boss and to travel and to do. I get to have friends you know, be friends with some pretty cool people. And so you, one can look at that and go, yeah, I, I've got life figured out. And there's a certain percentage of people uh, like my mom and like others that are like, Josh, I think you have, you know, life figured out in a certain area, right? Like maybe when it comes to money or maybe when it comes to you know, personal development or whatever, whatever it is, right? And so there are days when I get to look at those things and I go, yes, I've got it all figured out. And then there are days when I have a bad day When I look at those exact same things and I go, man, I don't have anything figured out, right? There's people that are 24 years old living in mansions, driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis. There's freaking, you know, people that are much younger than I am that have far more success. Maybe it's mentally, maybe it's financially, maybe it's in their relationships, maybe it's in their health. They've accomplished more. They've done more. I look at people that know so much more about life than I do and personal development than I do and money than I do and all these different things. And I look at it and I go, I've got nothing figured out. I've got nothing figured out, right? And it's easy to beat yourself up in that moment. It's easy for me to beat myself up in that moment. Uh, and it's interesting because I step back and I ask myself the question and I go, well, which, which is true, right? Which, which one of those is true? Do I have it figured out or don't I, right? Do I have it figured out or don't I? And what's interesting is that as I ask myself that question, and as I go down and I think about it more and more and more, you know, I think it's real, uh, an interesting takeaway from it is if you go and compare yourself, and I'll use me in this example, if I go and I compare myself, if I compare myself to other people and I ask myself that question, I'm either A, being arrogant, or B, I am putting myself down. I'm not giving myself enough credit. There's not a win-win scenario. There's not a situation to where when I compare myself to someone else, that I win. No matter which side of the aisle I go on, either I have it all together or I don't have it all together, right? If I compare myself to someone else, I lose. Period, right? Because when you say objectively, how do you, how do you look how do you objectively think? Like, how am I supposed to objectively think about my life, right? Am I supposed to go, okay, well, let's objectively do it to everybody in the world. Seven billion people. Okay, if we're gonna compare myself to seven billion people in the world, you could say, okay, Josh, you might be in the top 1%. Cool, how much of that is actually m- m- because of me? I was—I didn't get to choose where I was born. I got to be born in America in, you know, in th- this modern day age with the technology. I had no choice in that, right? So I can't act like I'm better than somebody else who was born in a third world country who you know, grew up without a dad in extreme poverty, right? Uh, I also have to look at the fact of you know where I was born, right? Whether my parents are together, uh, the education that I had, the people that I grew up with, a lot of those factors, I can't look at that objectively and, and go around and be like, oh yeah, I'm doing better, right? And so objective thinking is even hard to do or objective comparison, which leads me to go and say, okay, any any form of comparison is, I don't want to necessarily make an absolute statement here because I don't know about this 100%, but it certainly would seem that comparison is a bad thing. That comparison, when you are comparing your life circumstances to other people and trying to make a decision of whether you have done good or bad for your life, that is a problem, right? Because once again, you're either arrogant and you're like, I know everything, right, I'm a super smart, or B, it's you beat up and you don't give yourself enough credit for what you have accomplished or what I, for I, what I have accomplished, right? So comparison becomes a killer. I've done podcast episodes on this before as well as how comparison is that, you know, robs you of your happiness. It robs your ability to think and things of that nature. And so I could look at myself and I could go and compare myself to, you know, the the people that are Three years ahead of me, right? Maybe there. I'm 28. So you know, someone that's 31 years old, 32 years old, that's worth 20 million dollars, and go, man, I'm way far behind. Man, I I I suck at this. But I could also compare myself to the 32 year old that has you know, 200 thousand dollars in debt and has been divorced and you know, whatever has a life that they don't like, and go, man, I'm way better than that person. And neither one of them are true. Neither of those are true because it's comparison. Instead, though, if you compare yourself to who you were yesterday. If you compare yourself to how much you've grown and how much you've learned from the past, that can become a very accurate determination of where you're at in life, a much more accurate, right? Measure against process or progress, not against perfection. Because if there's one thing that I think it, we can all probably universally agree on, is there's no such thing as perfect. There's always another level. Right, you make a million dollars or someone that has made two million. You make ten million dollars there's someone that's made twenty. You make a hundred million dollars to someone that's made, you know, two hundred million. There, you make a billion. There's someone that's made ten billion. You make ten billion. There's someone that's made, you know, two hundred billion. You make two hundred billion. There's, you know, someone. There's Elon Musk who started a space company. You make three hundred billion, but you're completely broken, miserable. There's someone who, ha- so there's always another level. There's always someone with more. There's always this, you know, idea of perfect is this illusion. So if we measure against perfection, we are always gonna fall up short. I'm always gonna be disappointed. I have always been disappointed when I have gone and measured against perfection. However, when you measure against process now, or progress, now you can actually see how well or how poorly you're doing. Because if you've been in the same spot in your life for 10 years, for five years, for 20 years, now you can say, okay, I'm i am not where I wanna be or I'm not where I should be. And so I look at my life when it comes to my finances, right? And I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna you know, use myself as an open book here. I go back and I look at myself five or 10 years ago or you know, five to seven years ago when I started entrepreneurship compared to where I am now, I am overwhelmingly farther ahead in my finances than I was five years ago. Overwhelmingly, right? When I was 23 years old, I freaking, I had a couple, a couple thousand bucks to my name, right? I'd never made more than, I don't know, $30,000, $40,000 in a year, much less in a week or a day, right? So overwhelmingly, I'm better off now in my finances. So in that area of my life, I can look at it and I can go, you know what? There's a lot I don't know about money. There's a lot I don't know about finances. There's a lot that I can continue to learn. But when it comes to me versus me, I can look back from where I was and I can come to right here right now and say, was there progress, yes or no? At the same time, I can also look at my health. You know what's interesting? Here's a vulnerable moment for me. When I look at my overarching health from a physical fitness standpoint, I'm no better off than I was five years ago. I just started to change this. Okay, this was a big, a big. Uh, I, so I just started, I just started lifting and uh, going to the gym every single morning. So I used to, I, I would swim, right? Uh, I would go and I did, I did swimming and steam room stuff more to wake up uh, in the morning than I did actually work out. So uh, I live, uh, my wife and I, we live right next door to a Lifetime Fitness. It's like literally the next building over is Lifetime is the next parking lot, and so. It's like a 30 second drive. I gotta go down the parking garage and like do do a little twirl. So it's like two minutes, right? So I can get up and I can be dead tired. I go over there. I sit in the steam room. I wake up, I jump in the pool. I do some laps. I get out and I'm awake, right? And so I did that more for waking up, but I, I am not physically strong or physically more fit than I was five to six years ago. And about a month ago, I was like, that's got to change. At the beginning of the year, you know, make New Year's resolutions or whatnot, I decided to start mine. My birthday is a month after the New Year. It's this great thing, right? Because I can go and I can like make a New Year's resolution and then kind of see how it feels for the month of January and then actually start on my birthday. It's pretty great, right? Anyway, so I go and I say, cool, I want to actually go become physically more fit. I want to be in shape. And so now I'm in the gym and I every morning between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m., uh, I'm there and I'm doing weights and I'm doing legs and I'm doing you know, all the different fitness things or whatever. And we, I just started this, right? And so now I can look at this and I go, well, am I better off in my fitness than I was five years ago? Nope. But in five more years, will I be better off now? Or in a year from now or in six months from now? Hopefully so, right? But I'm not comparing myself to the lazy fat person who's you know, 300 pounds overweight and never goes to the gym because of course I'm better off and more fit than they are. And I was five years ago and I probably will be in five more years. But I'm not comparing myself to that person. I also can't compare myself to the person who's an Olympic athlete, right? Because I'll probably never be an Olympic athlete. I I, I guess I can never say never, but I can never, I never could see myself becoming an Olympic athlete. So if I compare myself to that, I go, ah, like I'm never gonna get there. And when you go and you How do I say this? When you stop comparing to other people and start comparing to yourself and where you're at, you start to realize that there's always growth, that there's always more to learn, that there's always something you can continue to strive and get better at. And then this idea of, oh my gosh, there's so much that I don't know does not become overwhelming, does not become a negative thing, does not cripple you. It's like it becomes exciting. It allows you to say, you know what? I can get better at this. And while I may sit down and watch a Russell Brunson course on how to do a webinar or how to build a funnel and think to myself, man, I will never be at Russell Brunson's level when it comes to funnels. And chances are, I probably never will because I don't geek out about funnels as much as Russell Brunson does, right? Nor do I want to, but I can say, you know what? I'm not a great funnel builder. I'm gonna get better at it. Or I'm a good funnel builder. I wanna be a great funnel builder. I can then go and make progress. If I compare myself to Russell, I'll always be disappointed. If I compare myself to someone who's never built a funnel, I'll always think I'm better than them. But the reality is it's only me versus me. And there's so much that I don't know in life. There's so much that I have to get better at. There's so much that I have to go and work on. And it can become overwhelming unless I compare to progress rather than against perfection. And I think that is the big takeaway here. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. It's not a comparison game, it doesn't matter right? And I think what can be difficult, I know for me as a coach, and I I do a fair amount of coaching, right? I coach students, uh I have, co- you know, coaching programs, I work with clients that I coach. And, you know, I look at some of the people that I help, and then I look at some of the people that I don't help that I could help, and I look at their problems and I go, well, I could literally help you. And I go try to help them, but oftentimes they didn't ask for my help and then they think I'm an arrogant prick. And they, I've been told that by people, right? Josh, you're so arrogant. You're so full of yourself or whatever. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm trying to help you, right? I'm trying to go out there and make your life better, right? I'm trying to help you get to where it is that you wanna go. And it can be a struggle because I feel like it can help that person. But guess what? If that person doesn't want help, if that person didn't ask for help, then they just see you as someone who thinks that they're better than them. And they're not gonna listen to you. And that can be difficult sometimes because that, when you do coaching, you kind of automatically compare yourself. Go, am I more qualified in this area than my student is? And you have to be really, really careful that you don't get arrogant there. So anyway, um, I share that with you here today as I've been going through some of my own battles here personally, particularly with, you know, for me specifically, it has been with my own personal health and uh, with my own personal finances as I've been going through and auditing those things and looking at those things. I look at him and I go, oh my gosh, I do not have the amount of money that I want. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. But if I look back five years, yes, I do. Because if you would have asked me if this is where I wanted to be in five years, I would have said absolutely. Right? But if I look at, you know, the freaking Russell Brunson's or Taylor Welches of the world and go, they're worth a hundred million bucks or how, I don't even know what Taylor Welch is. Shout out Taylor. By the way, Taylor, if you're listening, come on my show. Let's talk. Um you were my first episode, let's do a round two. Anyway, um, you look at that and you go, man, I'll." Uh, there's so much further ahead than I am. Well, yeah, but like they're on a different path. They're on a different journey. And so my goal with the Josh Forty effect, as we get ready to bring back interviews, Russell Brunson, once again, episode one, Tanner Chister, episode two, we've got uh, Sam Kwok, Catherine Jones, uh, CEO of an energy company coming on. And as we prepare to continue to start bringing back these interviews, my goal is to ask questions and to bring on people that are much smarter than I am, that are much smarter and more knowledgeable than I am or maybe that you are on a particular area to learn what it is that they are doing right, to extract information, to extract lessons from them so that we can make ourselves better, not to become more like them, but so that we can win the game of making ourselves better on a daily basis. Because at the end of the day, when you wake up, it's you versus you. And you know, like, I, I know I'm sure it's been said you know a bunch of different times, but like at the end of the day, at the end of your life, when you die, like not that many people are gonna care. Like yeah, your mom is gonna care and your dad's gonna care, maybe you know your spouse is gonna care, your kids, maybe a couple of close friends. but like other than that, like nobody really is gonna care. And the ones that do care are gonna care for such a short period of time and then they're gonna get back on with their life. And so if you're constantly trying to compare to other people, if you're constantly trying to go out there and become that other person, you know, become like the other person, or measure yourself by somebody else's success, I can pretty much guarantee you that that person that you're comparing yourself to does not care, right? They don't care about your life, they don't care about what you do, what you accomplish, right? They're focused on making themselves better. That's why they're able to have that amount of success. And I think that that is a that's been a really good reminder for me. Is at the end of the day, like nobody, like very, 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 very few people. I I, I would argue to say like almost no one cares about how much money I have in the bank. Nobody cares about how physically fit I am. Nobody cares about, except for my wife, my relationship with my wife, right? Nobody cares about the relationship with myself. Yet those are the things that matter most to me, right? Having financial freedom, having good physical health, having a good relationship with my wife, having a good reputation, right? Those things matter to me. So if I'm constantly going and comparing that to somebody else, I'm never gonna be happy, but it's not even a game against them, right? And I think that that's just like an important thing to remember Um, and it's, it's something that I constantly have to remind myself of is like, I'm in one battle. I'm in a battle of me versus me. That's it. That's the battle I'm in. And when you understand that that battle is not even just a physical battle, it's a physical battle. It is a mental battle and it is a spiritual battle. It's not just physical, right? I believe I've said this before and maybe I do a podcast episode on this, but like there's three worlds, there's three worlds that we have to live in. One of them is bound by time. The other two are not. And this is where most people get confused, right? We have the physical world, the mental world, the spiritual world. Those are the three worlds we live in, okay? If you understand that there's three worlds, then you understand that what most people think is that the physical reality is the world that you live in and that's the only thing that matters. And so they cannot possibly see what the potential is that they can achieve because they can only imagine and see things in the physical world. But when you understand that the physical world is the last world that we live in, it is the one that is slowest because it is the only world bound by time. Spiritual world, not bound by time. Mental world, not bound by time, right? The spiritual and the mental world are the worlds that you start with the spiritual, you get spiritually aligned. Then once you get spiritually aligned, then you get mentally aligned. Then once you get mentally aligned, the physical world catches up. But if you're out of line spiritually, you're out of line mentally, your physical world is also gonna be out of alignment because you're not lined up in the other two worlds. When you are comparing, when you are comparing yourself to other people, you're playing in the physical world, right? When you say, how much money does that person have compared to how much I have? What does their physical body look like compared to mine, right? What does their relationship look like compared to mine? That is a physical world game. You're playing the physical world game, you're gonna lose, right? When in reality, you should be looking at what's my spiritual relationship with money, What's my spiritual relationship with my health? What's my spiritual relationship with my relationships, right? And then once I figure that out, then what's my mental relationship with money? What's my mental relationship with um, with uh, help my health? What's my mental relationship with my relationships, right? You know, it's interesting. I was talking to my wife the other day and I think that each person, and I, I don't know this 100% to be true universally, but I know it's true, definitely true in my life and my wife's life and the people that I know life, right? There's the three main categories, there's health, there's wealth, there's relationships, right? Typically speaking, there's one core area where you become obsessed with and that you become obsessed with that thing because it it is the most, is the thing that you're most insecure or the thing that you about or the thing that you wrestle with most, right? So like for me, why did I become obsessed? Like, why am I so obsessed with money? Why did I become so obsessed with business? Well, because money is the thing that I wrestled with most. It was the thing that I had the most toxic relationship with, is the thing that I put the most amount of importance on because it's the thing that I struggled with and lacked most, right, growing up, right? I didn't struggle with physical health. I didn't struggle with my relationships, right, as much as money. I grew up in a home where everybody, for the most part, got along, Right. I had a good relationship with my parents. I had a good relationship. Once again, overall with my siblings, I had a fairly decent relationship with my friends. Right. At least the ones that I hung out with. And then my, uh, my health, like I'm a skinny fit in shape human being. My mom was a health freak. So we always ate healthier, at least educated about healthiness, but money was the area that we kind of lacked in right now. I don't want to say we were completely broke, but we certainly didn't have money growing up. Right. And so money was always this stress point. It was always that limiting thing. It was always the thing that, you know, we struggle with that. I struggle with That I was like, ah, that, you know, we would, there was never enough, never enough constantly lacking. And that's what I thought. And so what did I become obsessed with? I became obsessed with money and I had a toxic relationship with money for a long time. Right. My wife was much more in the health factor, right? Money wasn't so much of an issue growing up for her, right? Relationships weren't so, but health, Physical fitness or physical body, right? That was much more of the toxic relationship. And now look at what she's done. And, you know, she's one of the most healthy in shape people I've ever met my whole entire life, right? Teaches yoga, does yoga, has one, an insanely, you know, fit body, is insanely healthy, understands her body inside and out, not just from a physical appearance, but also internally, right? She doesn't look that, care that much about money and I don't care that much about health, right? But it's because that is where, spiritually and mentally, we wrestled with the most and physically, right? And so when you go and you, when you're tackling an issue, when you're comparing yourself to other people and you're comparing, when you compare, you compare in the physical world, right? You compare in the physical world. But when you understand that that is such a small percentage of what's actually going on, the reason that, you know, people, are wildly, wildly more successful than you and when it comes to money is chances are spiritually and mentally, they have a relationship with money that you don't have. They have a fundamentally different relationship with money. Even if they're in the same industry, selling the same product, selling to the same avatar, offering the same solution, they have a, a spiritually and a mentally different re- relationship with money than you do or than I do, right? That's why they're making more money. The people that are the most fit the people that are the the uh, you know healthiest have a, a fundamentally different relationship with the health in their body than you and I do if we're not that way same thing with relationships and so when we start to realize that when we compare you're playing in the the world that has the least impact and then you're going to base your entire life around that you understand it's a losing game but when you understand that it is a it is a battle that is not a comparison game it's you versus you now you get to play in the mental game now you get to play in the spiritual game. And that's how you get to start to get ahead in life. All right, that's all I got for today. I'm excited uh, to bring back the interviews coming next week. And the reason I'm doing these pre-podcast episodes is to kind of give you a feel for where my head is at, what I've been going through, what I've been working on, And what I'm processing and what we're trying to create with the Josh Forty effect as we ramp this back up, I'm getting back into the swing of creating content on a regular and consistent basis, getting back better at storytelling, getting better at communicating again and getting this back in there. And I want the the Josh Forty effect to have a mature vibe is not even the right word for it, right? Yes, it's much more mature because I've matured, but it's a a, a vibe and an understanding and and, and a a feeling that we're talking about things that most people are not talking about. We're talking about things that aren't just simple hacks or aren't just simple like, oh yeah, just like here's this quick solution. It's the deep, the raw, the real, and understanding that you know, marketing and sales and modern day mainstream stuff will have you believe that everything's quick. It's easy. It's fast. It's whatever. And if you just buy this thing or do this thing, your life will be better. And we all, we, we both know you and I both know, right? That that's not the case. You and I both know that true personal development, true becoming better, true wealth, true relation, healthy relationships, true, uh, you know, uh, physical health doesn't come through quick hacks. It comes through, Doing the deep, deep core work, doing the deep understanding, uh, understanding oneself, understanding one's struggles. And like, that's really what we're going to be focused on. And a lot of that can't happen unless we have perspective shifts. We, we have these mental blocks in our head that prevent us from doing the work we know we need to do until we shift our perspective. And so if we can shift our perspective, if we can shift our understanding, if we can shift how we think about things, this is why we used to call it think different theory, right? If we can shift that thinking, shift that perspective, all of a sudden life becomes a whole lot easier because we realize that, oh, it, it's a different game than we think in the physical world. It's a different game than we think in our head it's a three-leveled game, it's a multi-level game, it's this thing where it's like, we've gotta do deep, deep work and have a deep understanding of things in order to make lasting changes and become the person that we want to be. So that's kind of the vibe. I'm super, super excited. We got Russell Brunson coming up Monday, February 28th, episode number one of the Josh Forty Effect or the official kickoff episode. We're doing these pre-episodes now to prep for that. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, wherever it is that you're watching or you're listening. Give it a thumbs up. Leave a rating and review. The more ratings, the more reviews, the more subscribes we get, the more people are going to see this. The, it spreads it out. It doesn't cost you a single dime. And uh, my purpose of this this show. My purpose of having this podcast is to go out and make the world better, is to share my journey of becoming the best version of myself. I have nothing to sell you on this show. Right, I don't do sponsorship deals at least not now maybe someday I, I will but right now I've got no sponsorship deals I've got nothing to sell you I'm not trying to pitch you on anything I'm trying to to sell you if you will on the fact that you can become the best version of yourself you can go out and become better if you understand yourself if you understand spirituality if you understand men, you know the mental game if you understand the physical game if you understand yourself overall and understand that all of life is a mental battle all of life is a spiritual battle much more than it is a physical battle in the physical world and uh, this is my journey becoming the best version of myself and changing as many people's lives in the process of that. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys on the next episode. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Know yourself. Know who you are. Know what you believe. Understand. Uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite um, uh, things is you gotta know what you believe, why you believe it, and be able to defend it, right? Know who you are. Know why you are that way. Be able to defend it and be willing to admit when you're wrong. That will make your life better. I love you all, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace.